So you've made it. You've made it to the final episode of the pre-pod launch mini-series. All the ways launching a podcast would freak Shan the fuck out. You're here. This is it. (laughs) This is it. Finality. And it also means, if you've reached episode 5, that the podcast is dropping in less than a week. And I can tell you, the podcast is dropping in three days. Three days. I know. Um, if you have just found this episode, you nothing in here is going to make sense in this part five. In this final chapter of uh, bringing you behind the curtains and... Uh, letting you see a little bit inside of my head and just the emotional effects of launching this uh, podcast. (laughs) The (laughs) run-up to the release date. Uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other four episodes because then hair will make sense because it's a culmination of everything. And um, you're (laughs) you're finding me um, in this episode... um, in a semi-relaxed state. Uh, before I tell you more about this, let me just uh, remind you that the podcast is dropping on the 28th, which is Monday, three days from now, March 2022 at 8am. And it's available for you to listen to in most places. If, you've got, if you want to search for the podcast, you need to search for this. Okay, ready? Get pen and paper. An untitled podcast from Chantel Bancroft. If you search for that on your platform, wherever you listen to your podcast, you will find me. My little face will pop up. That's because the podcast still has no name. But I talk about that um, in different like parts of this mini series. And I talk about it on the 28th because it's uh, it, uh, it's the first thing. One of the first things I talk about on one of the first episodes that's dropped on the 28th. There will be three episodes you can indulge yourself in throughout the day. Three episodes yeah no I'm good to you you can also um sign up to my newsletter the first 50 people to join my newsletter will get a free gift upon sign up me know man the 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 love here is just endless and real and and real and endless um you still got time to do that you can do that by going over to chantelbankcroft.com and uh chantelbankcroft.com forward slash newsletter and you'll find a place for you to tick a box and say you want email updates about the podcast and you'll get a free gift upon sign up if you happen to be one of the 50. So where are we now in this at this uh final stage of this um mini series? Well, um I'm in bed and that's why I said I'm relaxed. It's about 9:30ish in the morning and uh I just can't be bothered to get out of bed yet. I'm still a bit sleepy, to be honest with you. And um, I'm I'm feeling... Um... <sighs> truthful? <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling truthful. I'd got, I didn't go to bed until um, 2 a.m. that morning. Not to say that's why I'm in bed... I've just been spending longer in bed. I've just been giving my spine a little longer to, um, to a little, uh, kind of giving it some time off basically. So I've just been laying in in the mornings. It's a cycle I'm going through. And uh, without further ado, let's jump in um, to this episode.
get this. What time is it? It's 9.42. And uh, I'm still in my bed. <sighs> uh, the... Ooh, it's cold in it. The, um, the podcast is dropping um, in less than three days. And how do I feel? I feel a few things. I feel a few things. I think um, some th- this process um, has confirmed some things for me that I already knew I had. Um, also, um, I've got this fancy mic. I got this fancy mic, but I can't be bothered to get up and get it. So, and um, I have heard the quality of that mic, and it's really smooth. But um, when the when the spirit moves me, I like to turn on my voice recorder and my voice and my voice. That's how you know I'm not quite awake. When the spirit moves me, I like to turn on my voice recorder and just record. And I just. I just can't, I just can't find a reason to get up (laughs) and find my, um, and get my mic. Oh, I can't, I'm too comfy in my bed. (laughs) Too comfy. Uh, So hopefully the sound quality, the sound quality will be all right because I have, like, I've recorded five of these episodes these little mini episodes without the mic it'd be fine and so i would say there's a few things that yeah some this process has confirmed some stuff for me uh i think ultimately like um i'm like emotionally exhausted and what's contributed to that is um is having to publicize or put myself in a position um where i have to where i um had to um reach out to people and do something that's really not my mo really not my um my um i don't want to say my forte but really not who i am it's not it's not my design my by des- by design I am an, you could call me an atypical, I feel like I'm an atypical introvert. And as an atypical introvert, I have no desire for the limelight. That isn't to say I don't enjoy talking to people. I don't like the idea of being on other people's uh, podcasts because I do, I do like that. Um, You know, I put content out on the internet where uh, my face is attached to it. Um, but I don't like reaching out and asking people who I don't know if they're going to like or be interested in what I do um, for help to publicize it. It should be easier, um, but it isn't. And I think at the core of that, the reason why it isn't easier for me is because I don't know if those individuals... um, 
I don't know. I just feel I feel uncomfortable to to ask people because yeah, I don't know if they're going to be interested in what in what I'm doing. And and I think at the at the root of that, I think it's that old cliche, right? Which is it's not really a cliche, but it's that old kind of um, that old um, piece of advice that like. Uh, how do I put this now with my with my um with my not so awake self? How do I put this into things? All right, let me make it simple. I think it's just a case of um um it's harder to to talk to people about something you've got going on. It's harder to launch without an audience because if you have to if you feel uncomfortable letting people know what you're doing. I think personally that means that you're not you're, you are not speaking to your audience. It's a lot easier when you know people are interested in the things that you're doing and specifically interested in what you've been doing prior to this new thing, then it's a lot easier to say, "Hey, I've got this new thing happening. I know you like this." So I'm doing this, but I didn't have an audience to launch to. I just I the podcast was um, the intention behind the podcast was to complement the blog so that I could I could rock and roll between writing and doing audio because it's like it's less time consuming to do audio and it's easier to go a little deeper into you know into matters and um, it's convenience the convenience of being carried around between someone's um, between someone's ears made sense um so yeah i think a lot of that is a lot of that uncomfortability comes from that um i think also in the last um couple weeks i've been recording much more video than normal and having these little um personal epiphanies about my mindset and the way i work and every time I do one of those videos, it kind of clarifies who I am and where I am in my life. And I think, like, I've had so many of those over the last, like, even just in the last, like, 12 days. And it's just been, like, I've, it's just been an overload of, like, self-awareness. <laughs> I think, I think it just got too much. And I am just, like, emotionally, like, my head is drained emotionally like I don't know how to explain it but my head feels very like ugh, fatigued and it's sort of filtering into the rest of my body so there's that um also I I do I do really think I do think that this like mini series I do think that whilst it's um, a more creative way to advertise the launch day and it gives the listener more insight, which I think it does. It's also given Shan more work to do because at the beginning of the year, when I was trying to figure out how much time, how much lead time I wanted to give myself between then and dropping the podcast officially, I said 10 weeks would be enough. And in that time, at the top of that, I was already, I had already done like a lot of the work. The episodes were already uh, done, and and edited. You know what I mean? 
it, they were done, they've been they've been done they've been done um since I want to say I think I finished recording the episode oh excuse me in uh October so they've been done for a while and then I think I edited them um in December yeah um and then I went back and edited them uh a month later do you know what I mean so they've been done it's it's really been this mini series that has the production of the miniseries and the having to, the the sharing of the trailer has really been the most difficult, I would say, personally difficult parts of this process. And I I do think that it's a very creative way to do it. Um, but if I it was a last minute decision, uh, like just before, like just before officially the trailer went out, like I just before I um yeah. I would say maybe like a week or two before the trailer went out, I decided that I I wanted to, like, I'd been inspired by another podcast and I liked the way they had done it. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to offer some behind the scenes. I mean, the podcast that I was inspired by didn't, was not giving behind the scenes, but I liked the idea of there was episodes you could listen to on the lead up of the official thing starting I thought it would give it I thought it would be interesting and it was <laughs> it was it is interesting I feel um and I go I I, I mean I, I in the I, I appreciate how candid I've been I didn't go deep because I could have gone deeper but you know I don't know you like that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, even yeah, even ask me out for dinner or anything. I can't go, you know, to the deep, deep place with you. That takes time. You know what I mean? You got to build a friendship. But I, I was candid enough to share some of the things that go on in my mind just generally. And, um, yeah, this has definitely... Um, I mean, I say that, but I didn't, I really, I haven't really shared the miniseries. It was just the sharing of the trailer. The trailer really, like, like moved my energies, right? And that process as well has taught me that, like, I'm an, I, I'm like, I, a, a, I'm an introvert. Boom. B, I'm a happy introvert. Don't really want to be anything else. C, don't ask yourself to do something that's uncomfortable, even though you think it might it might push a project forward. It might be what you need to do in order to become uh, to bring attention to what you're doing. Right. Don't do it. And I wouldn't have known that. So this was this is a bit like Schrodinger's cat which I will let you Google because if I try to explain to you Schrodinger's cat, it won't make any sense. But it starts, Schrodinger is S-H, not C-H. Just Google it and let Google give you a good explanation of it. So this was one of those Schrodinger cat experiences. If I didn't share the trailer and in the manner in which I did, you know, reach out to people on WhatsApp and whatnot, I wouldn't know that I do not enjoy that and I don't want to do that again. I kind of had to do it in order to know. And I'm still glad I did it because, I mean, um, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I did it literally because if I hadn't have done it, I, I would be saying something very different to you. I'd be saying like, oh, maybe if I'd shared the trailer, 
things would be different. <laughs> or I uh, just wanted to give this, you know, a good a good opportunity to get heard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I did it. But um, what that experience has done also has confirmed for me that I am not like a natural online marketer. I am very old school. That hasn't moved in me. Technology hasn't moved me forward. Social media hasn't moved me to become someone who enjoys interacting with people online. I'm I'm a recovering people pleaser and so a a lot of what I do a lot of a lot of what I do as a people pleaser even a recovering one is I have to be like as a recovering anything you have to be very very aware of what your motives are before you do something and it does sound terrible when I when I talk about myself like this but this is what people pleasing is at the root of it, right? Or at least it's what the root of it for me. It doesn't sound good. It sounds quite sinister, but it, it comes from a place of learning from a very young age that people will not give you attention unless you perform for them in some way that makes them feel good about themselves. Unless you boost their ego in some way or entertain them, they will not give you attention because you are not worthy. And so those experiences happen to you at a very young age and you that becomes how you understand your place in the world and your level of importance. And it eventually formulates into a personality of someone who is um, always putting other people first and wanting people to think of them pleasantly. Like, like when that came up in episode four, when I talked about that, I, I never really, I never realised that was another epiphany moment because I never realized I've never articulated my people pleasing self in that way. I do want people to think of me pleasantly and then you have to go deeper. Like, well, why is that important? And it's sort of like, you don't enjoy being a people pleaser. It's not that you wake up in the morning, you say, I'm going to find nine people to please today. And if I find a 10th one, it's a good day. It's, it's more of a, I don't know how to exist in this space without always turning things on. Because I want to get ahead and I want to be loved and I want to be appreciated and I want to do things that I feel are important for me. And I need those things to be validated in order for me to have a career in the thing that I want to do, in order for me to meet the person I want to meet, in order for me to have the family I want to have, in order for my family to stay around me. Those are the thoughts of a people pleaser because, like I said, from an early age, you've understood that to be your your position in this world. So everything you do over time just becomes a ritual around that people pleasing mentality. And it's almost like you don't always know you're doing it, but you know you've done it. You know what I mean? It's like you don't always know in the time that you're doing it that you're doing it. But when, you, when it's done, you know you did it. Because you usually feel like, oh, here's another... Usually for the level of anxiety. <laughs> you feel anxious in the midst of you people-pleasing. And then when you're not people-pleasing after that moment has passed, you're tired, you're fatigued. And you feel kind of low about yourself. And that's when you realise, oh, I've been people-pleasing. Like... Oh, I just don't. It just it's like it's like a, it's automatic. It just turns on automatically. But I am recovering, so I'm showing myself some compassion. Um, but yeah, social media feeds into that for me. Social media is when you go on there, you're, it's you're just faced with everybody doing things that you want to do, 
and nobody talks about the bad times on social media, especially on Instagram. Instagram, if you want to feel bad about yourself, just open Instagram for like three minutes and you will be questioning every decision you've made in your life. And on those platforms, it would seem that the loudest person, the most colourful person, the most interesting person, the most dynamic um, product um, and um, narrative around the product gets the most attention. So as a people pleaser and also as someone who creates content online, you kind of understand that as I've got to find a way to make people appreciate this. Like I've got to find a way to almost convince somebody, not even almost, to convince someone that this may be something they like. I can't talk naturally about my product and hope somebody will attach themselves to it because that's not my history. People don't just attach themselves to me people don't just find me interesting I have to walk for it mm, doesn't sound good but that is the truth so on social media I found that I put on this like uh, uh, tv person you know like those old ads you know those old ads like from like I was gonna say old ads but like from like the 80s or the early 90s when people would be like Hey, do you have this problem? Do you want to buy this? This would be great. That's the that's what goes on in my voice. That's the voice I have when I'm trying to construct some kind of piece of um, <laughs> promotional material. Also, um, I feel like another thing that's been affirmed for me is just going back a little bit to like um, promoting the the trailer. There is a very big difference, and I learned this ages ago from a very um a very um sound and meaningful marketer long time ago i learned this there is a difference between marketing and promotion promotion is talking to people who aren't your audience who don't know what you do marketing is talking to people who you do know and they are your audience marketing is connection and i should have just stopped there really i should have just been like all right just based on my feelings, I could have just left this to be found. Um, but I, like I said, look, you don't know how you're going to feel sometimes until you have an experience. And then, you know, then you course correct. You um, sand down the edges a little bit. You switch the needle to go in the other direction. And that's where I'm going. And, and that's that's what I'm going. And that's what, like, that's what, I would say has come out of this completely. And, you know, if I didn't share the po- if I didn't share the trailer, um, I wouldn't be this would not be the narrative that I would be conveying to you. It'd be something very different. So I'm happy that I'm um, I'm I'm happy that the, the for the lesson, you know? Um but at this stage all there's left to do really is is wait. There's there's nothing more than just waiting. Um waiting to see um if people decide to download the episodes or if they decide to listen to it on their platforms their their own uh favorite podcast platforms it's just this is the wait now there's nothing to do it's just kind of like it's just it's just over the next uh eight weeks eight or nine weeks just watching to see um if anyone responds to it if no one does listen to this uh, podcast um if no one does tune in if i don't get a flurry of people it's okay it's it's not a big deal 
because um, like I said, it the intention behind this was to complement the blog, right? Um, it'd be great if people did listen, but I'll everything would be okay if they if they don't. Also, I've um I like the fact that I um came at this project to make it seasonal to give me the opportunity to step away from it sometimes because um I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to having eight weeks of just not thinking about um this podcast and it's not even I say this podcast like it's a big deal but really stepping away from having to promote it I it's the promoting I'm 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 kind of like <laughs> I think I need I think I I think it's also taught me that I need like I could do with a marketing team if there was someone else that I could give all this all this all this work to the the aftermath to like okay go out there in the world and put it out there now I'd be a happy person um and even down to like even down to like my own like my own my own products like I know like I'm doing something a little different um with this teeny tiny collection of women's tops cozy jersey tops that I am working slowly on um completing I'll do something differently like I'm talking about them in my YouTube videos I've mentioned them in this these episodes um I talk about it on the blog I'm I'm letting people know about these things if they want to I'm putting it out there slowly so that by the time I'm done right all I have to say is yo it's done this is where you could go find it it's different I didn't, um, and the, I guess the pre-pod miniseries is a little bit like that, but it it was an afterthought. So it became like more work because <laughs> I didn't bake in the time to edit it. Like I didn't, the 10 weeks was not about doing a miniseries. So by the time I did the miniseries, I now had five five weeks where I had to do extra work. And that's what it gave me. It gave me extra work. Otherwise I wouldn't have been doing nothing. I wouldn't have been doing nothing at all. And so promoting is, I, I know this, like I'm, I'm, I've don't, I don't have any patience for it. I don't want to do it. Like I can do it for a couple of weeks and then I get tired of talking about the thing. <laughs> I, get, I get tired of talking about it. And that's what happened in the, in the very early on after I dropped the trailer. I was like, oh, okay. I don't want to keep like talking about this now. And, I, and that might also be attributed to the fact that I didn't enjoy the experience of telling people because it's not really what I do. But I just was like, oh, I'm bored. I'm I'm bored of actually like this is boring. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> so many, so many revelations. Um, so, so yeah, I don't. I've got um. I've got a delivery coming this morning and I just need to take a moment to check to see if it's on its way. <laughs> Before I go on, I just need to be like, oh, and I also need to pee. Isn't that weird? Hold on. Need to pee. Um, sorry, I've had a pee. <laughs> I've had a pee, and <laughs> lost my train. Slightly lost my train of thought. 
So I'll pick up from where I think I, uh, I ended off. Um, oh, my delivery's coming, but it's not coming yet. Um, um, but it is coming soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a natural promoter. It, it's not, um, if I had to do it for other people, absolutely no problem. But I am really just like, let me put all my focus into something and go. And every time I try, every time I try and articulate how I'm feeling about this, part of my brain keeps saying to myself, like, it's not really the podcast as a whole. It's just the, it's the, it's, it was the, it was the talking about it. And like, because like, like when I had to think about the music, right, that time when, um, I think this is part four, when I had to think about like, um, do I want to add um, that beautiful music to the end of every episode? Those are the kind of things I really enjoy, even though I sound really nerdy and finicky. Um, I really kind of, I enjoy, the, I, I, I enjoy making something um, that, that, that is um, of a good quality, that is enjoyable. I'm a designer at heart, you know what I mean? So um, those are the kind of things that really get me going. <laughs> like trying to like put elements in that I think um that's just designing something that makes sense and is of a quality that's what I that's what I enjoy doing um and if I hadn't have done the mini series I would have had those extra extra kind of like six seven weeks where I wasn't thinking about having to record something at all and then think about like editing it and then the, all the rest of it I would have had those weeks to just refine um the episodes I already did not saying that I don't think the pre-pod miniseries was a good idea but I think it might have been a better idea if I had an audience already who would be interested in hearing me do this but like I said I think it would have been um um, better only because that would have motivated me knowing that somebody would have been interested in it um, but as because I've always been document I've been documenting my journey um, like my journey doing anything my whole entire journey here on this earth as a creator for um, over 10 years I've in some way shape or form I've either written about it I've I've um, made personal voice audio recordings about it uh, or I do a video about it. So documenting um, the different stages that I had to work on was not the difficult part. It was all the bits that came afterwards. So like I said, I didn't bake in time to do like like this podcast is available on YouTube. Right. Then I had to think about, well, which one of my YouTube channels that I want to put it on. And that made me feel a bit irritated that I'd think about that. And then obviously if it's on YouTube, it's not an audio, like YouTube is visual. So I thought, okay, well then I've got to do um, some art over there. I've got to do some thumbnail art so that when you see it come up in, in um, on YouTube, it's attractive enough for it, attracts your attention enough that you press it and you want to know what's going on. I had to think of titles over there for the, each one of those videos. So there's five, five parts, right? Five parts of this series. That's... Um, five thumbnails that I had to design from scratch and then there's like um I have to do this um <laughs> and then I have to like <laughs> then I have to produce a piece of artwork that runs alongside this um this uh mini series audio right every episode had its own has, has a piece of artwork so it comes up so when you press the video um for the length of the video you see this advertisement saying when it's going to start 
and kind of what it's about. And there was all those little extra pieces of work to do that I think kind of got to me because I didn't plan to do so much work. I actually planned my 10 weeks that most of the work would be done in the first two of the 10 and that I'd have all that time to just chill. Maybe drop it into a YouTube video, which I did. I, I teased it in a YouTube video and I talked about it in another one. And in that, uh, YouTube is a lot easier for me. I find it a lot more. The marketing over there is relaxed. Even if you don't really have an audience over there, it's a little bit more relaxed in the way that you talk about things in the video. But yeah. Yeah, I am not a natural marketer. I, I just, I'm still like, put me in front of somebody one-to-one -one, I'll talk to them and it's a lot easier that way I, f I find it easier to connect with people you know body to body face to face um uh oh I remember what I was saying now yeah the platforms like Instagram Instagram specifically I do not like Instagram and so like I do sound a bit ranty when I talk about it but over there I really feel like I'm constantly campaigning that's the word I feel like I'm always campaigning and never just talking about the thing that I love to do. Again, a lot of that is because over the years, it's been very difficult for me to build an audience around the things that I like to do because as a people pleaser and also, you know, your life does kind of, um, um, like things that happen to you help you to understand like kind of your journey, you know, and then you talk to other people and you realize those things don't happen to them and you realize that you're a little bit different things happen to you a little bit differently and so like I wasn't born a people pleaser I was nurtured into a people into a people pleaser and you know once you understand that to be your narrative because you've watched certain things going on and you've cemented that as this is what you do the energy that you put out is going to bring that essence of that back and I can honestly say to you I've I've for a lot of my like career I have been trying to build an audience around what I do and I haven't done well. And from the beginning, I noticed things weren't going my way. And I didn't start off saying people aren't interested in what I do. I was looking at the response that I was getting from what I was doing and nobody was interested. And over time, I understood that as people, you're not really doing things people really want gosh deep right so it's kind of like it's I, I i i can tell you something i never expected this podcast to really like give me so many moments of self-awareness right and have me feeling all kinds of things <laughs> so there's that i think like that there is definitely emotional effects to launching a podcast um and i think the emotional effects right uh, like the majority of the emotional effects of launching a podcast is really about having to share what you're doing with people. I really think in the marketing, well, in the promoting of what you do, if you're speaking to your own audience, it's not so bad. But in the promotion, talking to people you don't know and hoping that maybe you can, um, uh, what you've got going on is attractive. I think a lot of that is emotional. Um, I think some of the other parts of, of doing a podcast Yes, there's some emotional bits in the beginning. That what you're going to talk about is this going to be something people are going to be interested in? Yeah, but the whole, the weight for me, the weight of the emotion really felt on having to share this. That's where I really felt uncomfortable. I would say, and that's something that I won't be repeating again. <laughs> I will not be repeating that. I'll either have someone else do it, or um, 
people will just find things that I do naturally. I really don't want to do that part again. But yeah, now, like I said, it's just waiting now. It's just waiting to watch the day. Oh, I also remember what I was saying before, seasonally. Yeah, I'm really glad I came up this seasonally, that I decided to do this seasonally. So I could walk away from the project and I could watch the data and see if it's impactful. And I can decide if I want to do another another a season of it, um, which I think is really important as a creator that we don't kind of like um, attach our thing, ourselves immediately to projects and, and without giving ourselves a really good length of time to think about how we feel about it. If it's something we want to continue doing, if it feels too pressurizing, if it's not really taking us to our end goal, if it's not serving us emotionally, um, if it's not serving us financially, um, if it's not helping us grow. And also, if other people are not responding to it, there's no point continuing with it. That being said, um, I, I can't, I, I think in some way, shape or form, I will continue to use audio um, to complement my blog. Um, I, I can't see why I wouldn't. Um, would it come in the shape of this podcast? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, yeah, it's here. But I I don't have to do it if I don't want to because I could end on this first season coming up. <sighs> okay. So normally at this point you'd get this really fun bubbly outro from me. Um, but yo, I don't want to give myself more work to do. I have to edit this this episode today and it needs to go up. <laughs> so... I'm going to do something a little different. I'm just going to give you the information, me, 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 me. While I got you, I'm going to give you this information um, about um, when the podcast is dropping, when it's officially launching, the time, how you can hear it and how you can reach out to me to uh, respond to um, the episodes that are coming because I'm dropping three episodes or the pre-pod miniseries, how it's been affecting you, if it's affected you, if you've enjoyed it, if you wish I didn't do it, anything like that. So let's start off from the beginning. The uh, official launch date for um, an untitled podcast from Chantel Bancroft, because this podcast does not have a title yet. I talk about that in the first um, <laughs> episode. Uh, and I talk about a couple other things on the, fir on the first, on the launch day. So um let's start again the <laughs> uh doing the uh, the outro now is making sense for me <laughs> now i realize why it's important to have a separate outro so the podcast is uh dropping on the 28th of march at 8 a.m um that's march 2022 and that is a monday it's available to tune into on youtube on spotify on google podcasts um you can download the episodes straight from the blog so you don't have to mess about with your platforms if you don't want to um and you can sign up for to my newsletter and um i will give you updates i'll drop a reminder in to let you know when the episodes are dropping and the first 50 people who join my newsletter remember that yes will get a free gift upon sign up you can do all of that. <laughs> you can sign up to my newsletter. You can find the podcast um, in the same place. Go to my website, which is www.chantelbrankoff.com forward slash newsletter. That's how you can sign up to get email updates from me. And if you go to chantelbrankoff.com and hit the tab that says Shan's blog, you will find another tab that says podcast and all the episodes are there for you to download. I did that and that 
that it was extra work and I did that it's extra work <laughs> something I also learned you have to do that as a separate file extra work <laughs> to have it to have it downloadable from your website <laughs> you could do, do that if anything if the pre-pod mini series has really like touched you if you've been thinking about doing your own podcast and this has been helpful for you to help you decide if you really want to get started doing a podcast or um if you felt like if you're like oh fuck relatable yeah i've been there um or if you listen to any of the episodes that are coming up on monday and and um and is it post monday what's afterwards monday monday's three episodes and the episodes to come after that if you want to leave a response on any episodes i will play it in future episodes there's a way that you can do that you can leave me um a, a voice message technology has really come on right you can leave me a voice message uh, wherever you are tuning into this episode um wherever you're tuning into the podcast to be either on youtube or on a uh, podcast platform in the description you will find a link to how you can do that all i ask is that you quote the number of the episode so i know exactly what you're responding to and then leave your message you can tell me how you've been feeling about this podcast um you can like tell me how much you love it and you can also tell me if you don't like it i'm not looking for abuse but this is a safe space for you to disagree with me i don't need bum lickers you know what i mean it's not what we're trying to create here we're trying to create conversation <laughs> so you can leave me um, a voice message over there and i will play it in a future episode if you'd like to reach out to me and um because voice message is not your thing you can find me on the twitters at shan bancroft also i'm available to be on other people's podcasts yeah i don't mind chatting on other people's ain't got a problem with that that's fine <laughs> i'm available you can um leave a comment underneath the episodes on the blog i will see those and i encourage people to leave comments and um if you want to no you don't have to but you can leave a review if your podcast platform that you normally uh, listen to your uh podcast on has an has a place where you can review podcasts go ahead and do it leave a review thumbs up or thumbs down you can go ahead and do it if you want it no force no pressure you can do that if you want i think that's about it i think i've told you all the things um i know my delivery must be like close so i'm gonna wrap this up but thank you so much for tuning in i have looked at some of the data and i can see that two of the pre-pod launch mini series have been listened to by someone and I'm like oh okay good start I hope that this um you've found this podcast through the, through someone else who knows me who shared it with you because then I feel like you know what it was uncomfortable to do the thing that I did like let people know but you know this is the outcome of it it would make me feel um good to know that all of that stress and worry and drama was for something um Yes, and the three episodes that are being dropped on Monday, the 28th of March. Um, the first episode, I talk a lot about my not knowing exactly what I wanted to talk about on the podcast, what, what the feeling of the podcast was going to be about. And I also talk about why it has no name. Um, the second episode is um, called She's Nursing a Toothache. And I go, in de I, I go deep, kind of like, I just, I kind of go deep into why we give ourselves this like why we feel pride 
um, for working when we're ill, you know, why we don't slow down and take that as a message from the universe that maybe we need to like pull back. We just tend to try and work harder and why our society is built around this culture of work, work all the time. Even when you're sick, work, you will sleep when you're dead. I talk about that. The third episode is called her SAD is problematic. And I discuss SAD. I break down what it is, seasonal affective disorder, because it's not a a type of depression that gets any kind of airplay. I talk about that. I break it down. I give you the symptoms, um, to help you, um, maybe, um, help you identify if some of your depression that you feel is caused by the changing of the seasons and I give some advice on how you can kind of set up your wardrobe to um um to help you out during that time to um give you a hug to aid you um in when you're going through that type of depression I do do have a system because it is really difficult when you're feeling any level of depression of any kind triggered by anything affects you emotionally which eventually affects you feeling motivated to um, put yourself in the clothes that you normally would and I have devised a system over the years to help me out when that happens and it just makes life a little bit easier while I'm going through while I'm transitioning through that cycle of depression so yeah I, I, I'm really I'm looking forward to hanging out with you on Monday oh my god can you believe it it's here already it's it's only three days away um and I'm sure my shopping is about five minutes away. So we're going to wrap up. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I will link up with you again on Monday. Bye.